Hello, and I pray that you all are having a wonderful day. Uh, Listen, I just wanted to pop in and encourage you all to uh, develop a deeper relationship with the Lord uh, via our committed time of reading the Word of God, spending time in prayer, and offering up our uh, sacrifice of praise, which is the fruit of our lips, and a life of worship. Uh, We are living in a day and age where that is not uh, consistently found. Um, It's not consistently offered and not consistently found by God. I often recall when God was looking for uh, Adam in the garden, or rather, when God asked the question of Adam, where are you? Uh, It definitely wasn't because he was not uh, omniscient and all-knowing enough to know where Adam was, but it was simply because Adam was not in his proper place. And many of us have been Um, Many of us have moved outside of our places as it pertains to being a diligent and reliable seeker of God, uh, seeking the face of God, seeking the voice of God, seeking uh, the word of God, spending time in prayer and offering of ourselves to him as a living sacrifice. Um, And so I want to encourage you in doing that. Uh, I know there are many of you that may be listening to this podcast that are reading your Bible with us, and we are in the book of Psalms, I want to encourage you that as you read the book of Psalms to approach that book with a mindset of understanding that, number one, David is not the only person who pins the entire book of Psalms. Uh, he is joined by other writers such as Asaph, uh, such as Asaph or Asaph, depending upon how you'd like to pronounce it. Um, he is also joined with um, uh, Kohathites, Levites, and other uh, writers uh, throughout the book. But the portion that we see that is written by David, one, uh, the earlier portions, a lot of it, he is writing it as he is on the run from a person that he served. Um, and what we see is David maintains his posture of praise and worship and a very high time of adversity in his life. Uh, he does not allow his situation and or his circumstance to prevent him from blessing the Lord at all times. His all times are not relegated to being in the temple. Uh, his all times uh, is him being in a cave. And so we see a true a quintessential relationship between God and man and how um, man is to press to praise God and to worship him despite how we feel because everything that we go through will not always Uh, lend to us comfortable situations. And so we see that one in David's uh, Psalms, we also see two, uh, the reality of David being a human being. And oftentimes when we read the the Bible and the word of the Lord, we characterize these people uh, that we see and we remove ourselves because there's such rich historicity and it seems so uh, outdated, if you will. We turn them into characters rather than understanding they're human beings. And so uh, David brings about this realistic reality of relationship uh, between he and God. And he shares with us the the pains that he caused God. See, many of us are not going to be transparent about our failures and our sins. Uh, Nobody's going to say as David did, and I'm using him in terms of his gender. uh, I killed one of my Uh, most loyal servants because I wanted to sleep with his wife, even though I had one and I knew it was wrong. But see, we see the insight of their sins, their failures and their wrongs. And so we understand what David did, why he did it, how he did it. We understand how he uh, tried not to face it with other people, but yet and still God sent Nathan to him. And instead of him denying it, he falls prostrate before God with a broken and contrite spirit, admitting his wrong, 
uh, dealing with his con- his consequence and then pleading for God, of which we see in the book of Psalms, for cleansing, for sanctification, for restoration, for purging, for washing, for renewal, etc., etc. And so again, what we see is David presenting a realistic, transparent relationship between God as his father and he being uh, a child and a servant of his. And and the, the encouraging thing is that God, one, um, allows for us to be used by him still, even as we make mistakes. Now, that by no means is a license for us to uh, indulge in sin, because we also see in the book of Psalms where David wrote that his sin was so, had bothered him so physically that his bones were hurting. Uh, that he was sick to his stomach, that the sin that he was hiding was causing problems in his flesh. So not only do we see the relationship that we had, he had with God, but we also see the, the trouble that his sin caused both he and God as it relates to their relationship, how it made David feel and him crawling back with a heart of repentance so that God may restore him in right relationship. Um, and so again, we see the reality of what type of relationship we could have with God because none of us, neither you nor I, no matter how long we've been saved and, and in church and been preaching and been believing God, none of us are perfect. Uh, the Bible says, blessed are the pure in heart for they shall see God, not blessed are the perfect. And so none of us are perfect. Again, not a license to sin, but it's the reality. Um, and so David shows us how it is that we ought to approach God from a place of purity that yes, I messed up. Yes, it was me. God, I'm sorry. Uh, being broken so that God can draw nigh to us to restore us uh, so that we may be freed from our ailment, freed from our iniquity, freed from our transgression and our sin so that God can ultimately give us the title that we may maintain it. Give us the title being a man or and or a woman after God's own heart. I pose a question um, this on Facebook earlier this morning, today being June the 11th, earlier this morning. If you're not on Facebook, follow me on Facebook and on Instagram and on Twitter, Share D. Winkley. But I pose a question this morning. Um, does God have to say of you what he had to say of David? And that was that he was a man after his own heart. Now, he said that about the faithful David and even the David that failed, but God's description of him did not change. Why do you say that? Because in 1 Samuel chapter 13, God tells Samuel uh, that that's who David is. Then we see proceeding into the New Testament Acts, we also see Paul repeating the same thing, that David was a man after God's own heart. So God didn't change his description of who he was based upon his failure and his fault. So can God say that very same thing about you? Now, the question that we might ask is why then does God say that David was a man after his own heart? Well, here are a couple of uh, reasons. That was a question that was posed of me today on Facebook. Uh, He was a faithful shepherd, uh, not a shepherd that was trying to be seen because as a matter of fact, he was being overlooked. And thus so was Christ, a faithful shepherd, not one that was trying to be seen because as a matter of fact, he too was overlooked for who he really was. He was a faithful shepherd. He was overlooked. Uh, He was a victorious warrior. He was meek and he was mild. He was humble. He did not mind being broken by God. He did not lie. He confessed his sins. He was a worshiper, a praiser of God. He was very resilient, very consistent. He was faithful. Um, 
He was a loyal servant of God. He wasn't perfect because he killed Uriah, um, but he was a loyal servant of God. Uh, he inquired of God of every single thing that he was to do. He would always, the Bible says that he inquired of him, should I go to battle? Inquired of, inquired of him, should I move here? Should I move there? And in moments when he did not, the instance of uh, where um, they took the ark um, back to out of the camp of the Philistines back to Jerusalem and he messed up. David acknowledged that uh, when David took the census of Israel without asking God and God had a problem with that, David acknowledged that. And even when God told David, because of the bloodshed that you have shed in wars, you will not build my temple, even though it is in your heart to do so. Your son Solomon will. David didn't get arrogant. He did not get selfish. He did not get angry. He, he then began to set things in order so that his son could fulfill the will of God. So why is it that God said that David was a man after his own heart because of his heart posture before God? And I encourage uh, you, those of you that are listening and for those that you will share this podcast with, that we ought to have a heart posture before God that reminds us of who he is. I need to pause and say that once more. We ought to have a heart posture before God that reminds us of who he is. I got to say that one more time. We ought to have a heart posture before God that reminds him of who he is. And if we can do that faithfully, if we can do that consistently, if we can do that in purity, then we too can be a man and a woman after God's own heart. God bless you all. I pray that you have a wonderful night, wonderful day at whatever moment that you hear this, a wonderful week, that the blessings of the Lord be upon you.